Hi, my name is Amy. I'm a compulsive overeater and sugar addict. I am so grateful to be here for tonight. Um, I had all of these things that I wanted to say, and I, um, and I think I'm going to say mostly all of them. But um, the things that you said that um, were about, you know, people who are struggling and people whose abstinence is struggling and people who, you know, life is really hard. I was on my way up here and just kept saying the third step prayer over and over again and just saying, please, just be with me, just sit with me, just help me say whatever or hear whatever that I'm supposed to hear. And what came to me was life is hard. Life's hard. I am so far from perfect. My program is so far from perfect. And when it was brought up about struggle, I'm like, you know what? Honestly, honestly, lately I've been struggling. Lately, Sunday, I actually like went to bed like I can't do this anymore. I can't be a parent. I can't be in program. This is just too hard. And my wife, who is also in recovery, turned to me and she said, what you need to do is crack your book. <laughs> you just need to crack your book. And I prayed and I fell asleep. <clears throat> and in uh, the last two days after that, you know, I've been able to see. And you know how my higher power works is having this opportunity given to me to speak weeks ago. Who would have ever thought that it would have come at such a perfect time that I am able to see how beautiful it is again. So there you go. Um, so um, as I was going to say, um, super short about growing up, I ate, right, through everything, pain, sorrow, happiness, everything. I felt it. I ate it. <clears throat> um, and so in 2011 is the first time that I came into OA. I was here for nine months. Um, Really, interestingly enough, I was here for nine months in 2011. I worked the HOW program as well. And um, I got to my fourth step, and I got to 199 pounds, literally no joke, 199 pounds. And my sponsor says, you really need to face your fourth step, and you need to do it. And I said, nope, I don't. I don't. I was afraid of what people were saying or thinking about me as I was losing weight. I was afraid of the things that were going to um, be brought up with my fourth step, I was afraid of my feelings and of the things that I had done or thought that I had done. <clears throat> I was not abstinent, but I did have a ton of physical recovery, interestingly enough. Um, so I worked up to fourth of my fourth step and I left. I was out. So I was in relapse from 2011 to 2017. I came back last March um, and I was so deep in my disease. I had panic attacks. I was anxious. I was so depressed. And in that, it all revolved around me, right? What is everybody thinking about me? Why aren't my kids doing what I want them to do? How come my wife can't be this way? And right, like in, in relapse, I had um, a health issue, which, you know, was really scary. It was very um, life. Uh, it could have taken my life. And that was a huge moment that I could have been like, wow, hey, Harry Power might have been like, hey, Amy, look what you could see. 
and I didn't, and I kept eating because I said, I can do this. I can eat. I can be. And um, so I got to my highest weight. I was 260, 259, and um, I was having more health problems. And my wife and my daughter, were, we were walking around Green Lake, and they were talking about, they were talking about, oh, well, you know, we could, what we could do to be healthier and what we could do to lose weight and how we can be fit. And I was so mad at them because they are normal people. And I was so mad and so resentful and so angry. And I was walking behind them and I was like frothing at the mouth in anger. And so I said, well, why don't you just go and be vegan or something? Why don't you do anything? Just do something and quit talking about it. And my wife, she's so effing amazing, turns around to me and immediately says, okay, I will. So what are you going to do? And it was um, <clears throat> this moment of... Um, like, you know, they, I don't even believe in a God, right? There's not a white man in the sky who's judging me. But that warmth of um, a higher power was there. And, and it humbled me immediately. And um, you know what came out of my mouth? In humble, humbleness, I said, I have to go back to O.A., like, it was this moment of anger and literally, like, seething, literally. And she said, well, what are you going to do? I couldn't even get mad. Um, so I was like, nope. Okay, I have to go back to L.A. And it was, um, I think that was, like, Friday or Saturday. It must have been Saturday. And Monday was my home meeting before. And so I went back to my home meeting. And before then, I said um, to my higher power, I said, okay, hey, if I'm supposed to do this, so I'm supposed to be here. If this is supposed to be what I do, then um, this is the person that I want to be my sponsor. I want this person to be my sponsor. If she comes to the meeting on Monday, then she's my sponsor, and this is what I'm supposed to do. No joke, no effing joke. This woman shows up 15 minutes before the end of the meeting. The whole time I was like, cool, all right, I'm done. That's cool. Thanks, thanks for that. I'll just go and be unhappy and insane the rest of my whole entire life. Um, she showed up. I went up to her. Hey, I need you. Okay, we knew each other from before. And um, it has been crazy, insane, beautiful happiness um, since then. Um, I, um, I swear that if I didn't have her... Um, then I would not be in this program. She is um, part of my higher power, um, most definitely. And, um, you know, lately I have not been calling her as much as I usually do. I have not been doing the things that she says, hey, you know, hey, how about this? What do you think about this? And I've been taking a little bit of it back. And I can tell that when I'm not listening and I'm not calling her and I'm not making it happen, then, my, then I kind of slip and I go, hey, let's, you know, do the slip and slide, whatever. But um, in being back here and in being back in these rooms, um, you know, I've taken it really slow and steady. It's like you said, which I found was interesting as well. Slow and steady. 
I am right now on my fifth step. It has been a year and a half and I'm on my fifth step. And I have faced my fourth step and it was amazing. And I can't wait to be a sponsor because what I know is that that has been like the biggest part of my story coming back is having a sponsor who really gave a shit about me and um, me, me. Um, so um, I, I, so in my, in, in my program, my abstinence is my key. I was not abstinence. I became abstinent. I, whatever, however you want to say it, July 4th of this year. And um, it has been really amazing to have the clarity that comes with that. My sponsor had um, uh, encouraged me to become abstinent so I could speak in my home group. And um, because the, the difference in my life is so insane that it's how different, wait, it's so different than what it was. I was literally insane, literal panic attacks, anxiety attacks, depression and overwhelmness that literally would put me in bed for days. I couldn't handle my kids. I couldn't handle my home. I couldn't, I couldn't handle any of it. And, um, and working my program, and even if it slips and it slides and it moves and it's F word, not perfect, It's still here, and I'm still here, and I'm still showing up, and I'm still going to be here. And um, I have no idea how long I have left. Um, but I would like to read the Ninth Step Promises because um, it is the most amazing thing to be able to, um, after having relapse and have after all of these things, that my life has been um, actually working the program and actually doing the things that, um, that I know, um, that when these are read and at the end of my home meeting, they're actually, they're actually a thing guys. Like they're actually, they actually come true and they actually work and it actually happens. So I'm going to read them. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development before we will be amazed before we are halfway through We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will know, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. It does. It did. Um, We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. And um, it is the most amazing thing to be able to, um, you know, when they are read, be able to actually feel the truth in this program and the truth in um, this book and uh, the truth in all of us, right, together, because together we can. Um, So thank you.
told my sponsor that, that um, I would announce that I have been abstinent from sugar um, for a year and a couple of weeks, uh, but not entirely. This is why I don't own it because I've had like three slips with like graham crackers and stupid shitty stuff like Ritz crackers and my kids' snacks, but three slips, you know? And we talk about it and we process it and that doesn't mean that I haven't been abstinent 99.89% of the last year. So I haven't been announcing that and I'm grateful for it. Mm-hmm.